Yori. <laughs> of course I have, as always. Hi everyone, it's Mitty. Welcome back to Mitty's Talk. Let's continue Hit Live series. I had a few months pause in my little podcast due to personal events, a lot to <laughs> had to deal with, and they are still not over. However, I forcing myself to deal with situations that I never thought I would be able to. To do this, I went through to my notes and I found an article I wrote back in November 2018 and I never shared it. Can't remember the reason why, but today I went through it again and I figured it has a lot to say. For me at least, feels very powerful. And this article is resonates with me today even more than two years ago. I'm on the path of self-awareness and self-love journey and this mind flow is really spoke to me. It feels like a little bit that I sent a message to myself, to the future. Especially the times we are living in today, all these isolations, lockdowns and economic problems because of the pandemic and such. This is the best time where we need to actually be there for ourselves so just as much that we would be there for anyone else we love. This little anecdote will let you have a, an insight of the way my mind works. And trust me when I say that, I even find it hard to follow. But let's see what actually was in my mind back then. I feel like I'm running, not sure, away from myself or to myself. But if I think about it a little bit, both in the same time. We are constantly on the road to find ourselves. Most of us are walking on this path without realizing it and actually never get to themselves. Some of us are awake and set foot on the ground with an open eye or two. But well, I'm between the two if that's even possible, because I am aware of my blindness now. Do I have an open eye? Sure, it's opening. But for so long, not able to see between the lines and be blindfolded, it became a never questionable thing of who am I? And I just living my life without actually living it. I'm trusting these ingrained moves and thoughts no questions asked ever. Sometimes an even triggers you and just like, snap, you're wide awake. And it's like you're stepping out of your own body and watching yourself from the outside. Did that happen to you before? And what did you see? Or what do you see? Take a moment here and answer this question. For me, I saw a broken, lost girl, kind of on the ground, if not literally. So what's next? Think. Well, clean up yourself from the dust and stand the hell up. The first step is for me to look around, see what is around you, examine and analyze. How did I get here and why? It's a very, very painful process, but it's crucial to go through with it. Otherwise, I'll close my eyes once again and we'll just wander and I'll end up be lost one more time. 
don't move just yet. Go deep. Get to know yourself. See what makes you happy. What upsets you, what makes you angry and confuses you, what makes you smile and gives you those butterflies feelings. Learn your emotions, feelings, learn your body. What tells you? I find it actually hard, this part, but it's essential. Being able to read your body tells you how you feel, tells you see your thoughts, how actually destroying you, your life, your health. And yes, your thoughts, your mind. Thoughts have power. In fact, they rule my life, every aspect of it. I attach emotions to them and that is actually gives them power. Because they are beliefs at this point now. Once they were only a thought, nothing more. Later, I led them to become something I believed in, lived my life by them and I still do. But how these beliefs are born and believe me i was thinking a lot and where this all started i have a theory of course i have as always but first a question why on earth any of us would create such a bad beliefs which are working against us and make us unhappy and i have an answer to this as well well we wouldn't so why are they even existing at all? Well, here is a little metaphor or some sort. If you see a little girl, oh boy, but let me just go with the girl lion. Just watch her and you can see she's only a few years old, but she believes in magic, that, that she can be a princess. She's playing princess now and live like a princess and just maybe she dreams of a castle but all she wants is to be happy, to feel loved and wanted by her parents and her prince and dreams of her children, a family. She dreams of health and wealth. And if you say you ain't want wealth, I won't believe you, but okay. And all she wants that her people, as she's a princess, also love her and follow her. She dreams of honesty and support and fun. In my case... As a princess, I dream of another princess, but that's for another time. But what happens instead? We adults, like parents and teachers, are telling to this little girl she cannot be a princess because she isn't a reality. Because ourselves, we are thinking the same. We couldn't become a princess or a prince because we ain't royalties. Because we know the only people can be royalty who actually is, which is kind of true. And yes, everything is about money, but we are connecting happiness only to money. Actually, we want happy life. And also, yes, I would like to have enough money to travel the world. And I still like to believe that I will, but all we dream of happiness itself. And that's the first what makes us individuals happy but you sure see the point that little girl's family so that little girl's family and those other people who she looks up to not knowingly broke her dreams to pieces she hears can't too much that she isn't good enough for something that she wants to become to that she's not gonna make it 
you can't be, you can't do, you won't be, or you need to do be that, and you never will. So these things constantly you hear while you're growing up. The little girl straight away find herself back in the crib, barriers around her. We are setting limits straight away for her and make her believe that she won't reach or knock them down, those limits ever. And I'm not saying we have to lie to our children, but we are killing their positive view of life at the very beginning of their lives. We are creating belief system early in our child's mind. We are the one who are planting the seeds, but we should watering and letting the light shine them through instead of keep dropping ground on them to stop them growing and keep them in the darkness. I may went far from my original subject, but my mind just flows, as you can see. And I think my beliefs are planted by others. They made me think of something the way, how I see myself. And growing up, I've got a lot of limits before I'd be even able to dream about castle and happiness and princesses. I'm not saying that with all this blame to others, like I don't need to deal with my own shit. It's easy to blame everything else but ourselves for the circumstances that we are in. And yes, some things we cannot control, but definitely we have a choice to make. And no, I'll take the full responsibility because the moment I let those opinions to become my thoughts, when I actually adopted them and became my beliefs, it's all on me. I let others lead my life and me, the wrong people who weren't actually good for me but I adopted their views of me and their opinion. And from that moment, they are no longer others' fault. The way I feel, think, and live my life, it's just, it's, it's just me. My, one of my favorite quotes is, someone's opinion of you, not your reality. I think this is really, really powerful. I don't have control over many things in life, but one thing I can absolutely control that 100% and that's my mind, my thoughts, what I let in and what belief system I create, how I react to my feelings, my emotions, and what kind of people I let in my life. Trust me, it's not easy to admit being unhappy and that it's actually because of me, because it's all my fault. But this is a first step. I might overanalyze everything, but there is no way now that I can't find the right questions. And yes, before I go and look for answers, I have to find and ask the right questions then all the answers I search for will just arrive in the right time with all the solutions for everything. Because this is my belief now, that everything is figureoutable. And that's how it starts. To plant new seeds, realizing there are weeds in my garden, 
and another metaphor now, but find them and remove them. This is a big and dirty work. Sometimes you won't be able to move all the weeds with their core. Some will be staying with you forever, rest of your life, but you can make those weeds stop from growing. They will be there for you to remind you where did you came from, why you are the person today who you are, and what the journey you did to grow those beautiful roses, new beliefs, and the same part where once an ugly weed was dominating in your garden. I'm starting to find my weeds, and I'm ready to remove them all. Hurts as fuck, but I know it's got to go like this. I know a hell will always come before I grow. And I think this is the best way to finish this little story of mine. But I believe this, what I wrote back then, just reminded me how important it is to be in peace with yourself and overcome things that actually is not serving you anymore and just deleting them from your mind. It is really hard and I hope soon I could actually share some of the tools I'm using now. But in in a month time, I did so much progress and I believe if you actually commit yourself to yourself, that you can, you can change your life, you can change yourself for the better. You can become the person you, you, you actually did dream about when you were a little kid. Thank you so much for being here and let me share my story with you. Peace and love, Mitty.